In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hello and welcome to The Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kay York City and we have a very special guest filling in for Jared this week. Um, You know him from Katie's season. You might have seen him. Actually, you probably didn't see him on Bachelor in Paradise Canada unless you live in Canada. And uh, we have Brendan. How's it going? Hey guys, how are you? Hi Kay. How are you? What's going on? Um, what's What's been going on this past, you know, I haven't seen you since San Diego. I feel like the audience needs to know what your life is. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. This is a little nerve-wracking. I have to fill in for Jared. Obviously, I love Jared, and this is some big shoes to fill, so I appreciate you wanting me to be here with you. Uh, Things are good. I I do miss you. It's been too long, Um, and I'm excited to be here today with you. Cool. So what are your initial thoughts of the season? I want to know. I've been watching you tweet here and there. I want to know like what your overall thoughts are this season. Like, do you like the two bachelorettes? Um, what do you think about the guys? How does this compare to your season? Just like overall. Yeah, I think overall, the, I think the start of this season was very odd just because of making up rules on the fly. So Jesse coming in, kind of throwing rules out there. Um, it's definitely tough for Gabby and Rachel. I, I definitely, there's no chance I could be in their shoes. Um I do feel that, you know, episode one and two, the first couple weeks of this season, there's a lot of guys got that got the short end of the stick. I feel like they should have had, you know, some opportunities with Gabby and some other guys with Rachel. Um, so the rules are definitely getting used to. But now since Gabby and Rachel have kind of separated their journeys, now it's sort of it's making sense now. Now, do you think that it would be hard to be a guy on the season because you have to, because Jared and I talk about, you know, the fact that you, at the beginning, you kind of have to flirt with both girls and figure out who, but you also kind of want to show one girl who you're into the most. You know what I mean? So you're actually picked and it doesn't seem like you're playing the field too much, but it also is about playing the field and figuring out like, who do I like? Yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't, be like Logan at this point. <laughs> so it is like you, you made a great point, Kate. I you, you definitely need to show interest in both women early on. And you know, you, you look at every lead, they have so many options to choose from with men. Um, I feel like men should have options as well, have time with both women. Um, it's it's really tough. I don't know how the guys are doing it. It is like I said, I think guys got the short end of the stick early on, and there's guys getting very confused now with uh, you know, week three, week four. So I, uh, if I was in their shoes, I would definitely want to play both sides and see who I connect with. But some guys are going to get that instant connection and, um, you just got to kind of trust your gut and trust your heart. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's always a instant. Yes. I like this person or instant yet. No, I don't like this person. I remember going on dates and I would show up to the date and instantly be like, Oh no. I mean, I mean, immediately without even yeah, having yeah, to yeah. have any sort of conversation. But obviously, I would say I'm that I'm not a dick. But but you kind of know sometimes at the very beginning if it's going to be a thing or not. Well, you definitely see connections building. You know, especially the guys getting the one on ones, and you know, the last episode, you do see, for example, Tino and Jason. You you can see they're happy with their picks. They're not confused. You just, you, you, I think you just need that one-on-one time to really decide. It is tough with, you know, group dates to get that time with the lead. You know, I, I definitely understand how it is. Um, so I, I, I definitely know there's no doubt in my, in my mind, and you can correct me if you think I'm wrong, but there are some guys just accepting roses just to stay. There's no chance they know for sure if they want Gabby or Rachel. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, it, it is a very, it's a tough scenario for both sides. I feel for the guys and I obviously feel for the leads. It's, it's, it's a grind out there. 
Okay, so let's get into the synopsis and uh, dive into the episode. Are you ready? I'm, let's, let's do it. I'm super excited for this. <laughs> All right. So Gabby and Rachel fly up to Paris for their one-on-ones with Jason and Tino. We get two separate group dates, but somehow they're both all about Rachel. Hayden continues to talk shit and gets called out, but forgot everything is being recorded and denies it all. Logan decides he's actually there for Gabby and not Rachel, but accepts another rose from Rachel because this obviously needs to be drawn out. I can't wait to talk about Logan because I feel like this is such a a hot topic and mainly because we posted on an Instagram story last week and I, or was it last week? Maybe it was the week before. I did a takeover on the pod or on the pod uh, Instagram account and I was asking everybody, who do we like? Who don't we like? And they all said they were like, Logan is sus and we are getting into it and things are happening. So Yeah. Well, you know what though? You you can definitely he kind of was a front runner early on, right? He was playing the field, he was doing what he thought was right before the rules changed. Um you know, kissing both women, getting time. Like he, he definitely got a lot of screen time early on and uh, he got that time with with the women, which is super rare. So it's funny how one episode has shifted the look of Logan. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like you kind of, you should know at this point and if you accepted that rose from Rachel, this is your fate, babe. Like this is you. <laughs> well, listen, with, with with you being on TV, with knowing the rules... You, you're kind of just setting yourself up for for disaster. So, I mean, in the end, he's his, he's going to be his own worst enemy. Um, but yeah, let's let's dive into these uh, to these one on ones. All right. So wait, first we want to name this episode. So what did you name your ep- name this episode? Well, I I put wee wee, but I, I was also going to change the spelling, W E E W E E. Wow. As a wee wee. Yeah, I know. That's all I had. For this Are you twenty one? But no, I feel like he's sixteen. <laughs> I, <laughs> but you know what? The the amount of times I've heard wee wee, like it's like you can play a drinking game last night. Like that's oh yeah, how, yeah. I saw it, your tweet. It, it, was, it was a popular word last night. Yeah, I mean, so, they're in they're blackout. in uh, France. They're in Paris. So what do you expect? How depressing is that place too? You're insane. You think, you think, I'm just going to get into my, I'm going to get into my titles and then we can like dive into the rest of the episode and we'll talk about Paris when we get there. (laughs) Um, I named the episode Hayden Walks the Plank. Obviously he gets sent home on a cruise ship. I love that one. Thank you very much. And then Amy, uh, she's the one who runs our Bachelor Instagram account. She called it Justice for Rambo, but I don't know if I agree with Amy, we're off to talk about this because I mean I love Rambo. We're all here for the dog, but I'm more I'm more pissed about Hayden. <laughs> yeah, and, and like I said, we'll dive into Hayden. I have a lot of stuff to say in regards to him, but um, you know I feel for Rambo. I do. All right, so let's get into this uh, these one on ones. So the guys find out they're going to Paris. Obviously, they're super excited because they've been locked in um, bachelor mansion for you know God knows how long. And um, and so Tino and Jason, they get the first one-on-ones. And I was wondering at the very beginning when we were seeing them on their one-on-one dates, I was like, why aren't they doing anything cool? Like they're in Paris and they're going to like a beret shop. But yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah. Well, here it, it's because you can't like film The Bachelor in the Louvre or like, you know what I mean? There, you can't film in those like amazing places. So that's why they're t- um, doing these like crepe dates because I bet filming rules are really strict. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I, I didn't even think about that. Um, I think just that that is doing the basic, you know, beret sizing, crepes, all the dessert that that I think they should have done more of like a wine and cheese picnic somewhere, you know, somewhere in front of the Eiffel Tower. I mean, it was raining, you know, much well that's why i said it was depressing uh but have you it been wasn't to, a fun it wasn't a fun day so have you been to paris no never been you've never I, been, I've to been paris. told not to go why i've been told not to go just the weather is never good what um, i think the people there either i know it's romantic I, I would say for couples you you might have to go but by yourself it's i don't think it would be for me and i can't even speak french so you don't have Oh my gosh, Brendan, we have to we have to get you out. Paris is literally gorgeous. I've been with 
friends and I've also been with a couple. It is so pretty there. And honestly, the fact that everybody just eats bread all the time is stunning. So you want to go with me? Oh my God. Are you asking me to Paris? I feel like you don't want to go. <laughs> I mean, listen, bread, wine, cheese. We love it. You know, one of the most romantic cities in the world. Come on, Kay. All right. Yeah, we're going. Um, So, I mean, I'm down. So we have Tino and Rachel. And I think think they're a cute couple. I loved, you know, um, watching them do their little crepes and everything. But I'm struggling with this franchise in general. Still, this is something that I bring up every time, is that none of these conversations are about until we get to at least dinner but during the day nothing is ever about like each other it is all surface level like this is how you make me feel this is how I feel about you blah 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 it's never how are you supposed to move forward in these relationships if all you're doing is like just jerking each other off with compliments yeah yeah so I, I definitely notice that I I think Tino and Rachel are a great match you can obviously tell there's chemistry but Yesterday was it was so surface level. There was almost no conversation. It was just compliment going for a makeout, compliment going for a makeout. So there was there was not there was no conversation um, or much going on throughout that date until dinner came. And the one thing I I do like about Tino and Rachel is that they kind of just got into their careers and jobs, and that was one thing you don't really see too often this early on. You kind of just you do see those compliments. So their conversation was legitimate. And that mm-hmm. was I thought it was really good for their relationship. You know, talking about being a pilot and, um, you know, how he was open because it's not easy. You know, like I have parents in the airline industry. I get it. Um, so it, it was cool to see them really dive in with legitimate conversations, because after this whole process, once you leave the show, you know, you have to adapt to the real world, their jobs. You don't really know what your your day-to-day life is with, with each other. So, yeah, um, yeah I, I see Rachel. I mean, like she said it, she she could see herself falling in love with him, but they seem to be on a good path. So, No, I agree with you. That's actually a really good point about talking about the jobs because um, just like you said, after this show, you know, right now they're in this fantasy world. They're in Paris. They're you know, dining in a cathedral, they're wearing gowns and this and that. Like when you get back to real life, babe, you're going to see me in sweats and my makeup's not going to be on and I'm going to, you know, I'm not, nothing's going to be perfect. And like, not every day we're going to have some gorgeous glamorous date. 95% of the time we're going to be like at home or going to the grocery store or like I have errands or I'm working. So kind of establishing that hey, I want a family, but this is my career and this is how it's going to kind of have to be laid out afterwards, I think is really important yeah. and we don't really get that a lot. Like I'm flying, you need to be home more the t- you know, more so a better half of the time. She's basically like, I need to kids. stay at home dad. It, and she, I kind of die for that. She literally said that. Yeah, you know Love what? It. I, sign me up. <laughs> sign me up. But <laughs> no, I think it was great. You, you don't see that. Too, you, you really don't see that too often with the franchise. And um, I, th- I feel like night one, you kind of just do a brief background of what you do. You know, week one, week two, you, you do a background of what you do, what you've done for a living, what, what your goals are. Um, but to actually dive in together and, you know, kind of not have a plan in place, but to talk about that, it was it was cool to see. And it was a mature conversation on both sides. So now let's get into Rach or um, Jason and Gabby. I'm sorry. Okay, mm-hmm. so I loved Jason at the beginning. Jared and I both loved him. We, we were like, okay, this guy, he seems really great. He looks good. Um, his bio was really like kind. Has It seems like he has a good head in his shoulders. He is, uh, hear me out first, and then we'll obviously get into everything, but he is so mm-hmm. fucking boring, and every like he could barely get any words out. I understand that he's nervous and this is what I was kind of getting into. He went into that. He was like, I'm nervous. I'm very uncomfortable, but it's like, Dave, this is what we signed up for. And it's like, we have to figure out something because Gabby's, I mean, Gabby has the team on her back right now. Mm-hmm. The team is she on does. Gabby's back and he could, she, she said something at dinner. She was like, I can tell you're like, you know, kind of, um, you know, more reserved and he could barely say like, yeah, I am. And I, and I don't know if that's, that's, I don't know. I'm letting you, I'm letting you talk because I I do like Jason. I get it from this entertainment 
standpoint. Sure. He doesn't have much to say. Um, uh, you know, they, they, they did bond a little bit on their family lives. Like, obviously, Gabby has a story and she's very open with it. And um, you, it, it, it seemed like it seemed like a good therapy session yesterday. Well, like, yeah, it, I mean, that's really what did. they between them. It was. That's what it is. Well, that's what they bonded you know, on with both of them going to therapy. And so then like yeah. talking back and forth about like their experiences and um, him growing up and um, obviously her situation. So I do like that they are able to bond on that. And there was a clear connection. But I, I don't see this lasting much longer because I mean, maybe or maybe it's a balance thing. Well, yeah, it could be a balancing. I think remember you're you're. You know, Gabby's looking for a husband. Jason seems like a great guy. He's so kind. He's genuine. Great smile. The guy's a stud. You know, if going down, like you have to open up, you know, by by next week, he has to take a drastic turn in opening up his life and showing those emotions more. Definitely, if, if you need to get to a point, he has to make those changes. But as a overall person i think he's a great guy and he and he would be i think he would be a great fit so i i like jason a lot um you know it's better than being a loudmouth sort of obnoxious guy as well remember we are looking for a husband i know but i'm a loudmouth obnoxious girl so i feel like i need somebody he's not for you he is (laughs) not for you well so i've also had a friend i've also had a friend who knows him and has hung out with him he's he lives here in la in santa monica so do i um and so i I know a few people that have like seen him around etc and but my friend said she was like he is just as boring as he seems on tv and i'm like just just a simple guy just a simple simple dude which there is nothing wrong with that like he he obviously is a nice guy like no drama but personally i think gabby needs Needs somebody more fun. She's so fun. Like that no, last she, scene of them stomping in the grapes, like at the very end. First of all, bring back that. Why are we trying yeah. on berets? And she thinks she looks so bad in the beret, but it's mainly just oh because she God. had her hair up in a bun. I think if her hair was down, yeah, yeah. it'd be cute. No, she has a, she has a great face for it. It, it was funny when, when they were putting on those hats. I was like, there's no chance I would be able to do this. Like there's, you, there's I would have walked out on that date. Like I'm not putting on this Why? hat. I would look awful. So? Awful. Sometimes you have to be like silly. I'm a silly guy, Kay. You know that. Are you? Because you said you wouldn't even put on a beret in Paris. Listen, let's stay on track here. Okay. Let's stay focused. I think Jason will get a good at it regardless throughout the season. So I like him. I'm rooting for him 100%. I mean, if he was going to get a bad at it, I feel like it would have already started. It all, all it takes is one episode to change things, as yeah, you know. that's true. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but you can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service, and for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com Newly with two U's with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. All right, so both Tino and Jason got roses, and we're moving on to this group date with Gabby. 
And just from the beginning of this group date, like, first of all, I love the boxing match. I think that's so fun. I think, you know, fighting for her love. And I'm really excited. And I was really excited that these guys finally get a group date with the girl that they're here for or that they are they like, want, yeah. yeah, that they want. And I'm like, this is the, this is what we've been waiting for kind of because at the beginning it was just like, let's go on these massive group dates, but nobody gets any time. Or now we have these one on one shit show. Yeah. So I loved, I loved seeing this, um, boxing match. And I, I also just really was disappointed in how Rachel handled it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really funny looking at these episodes, you go from them showing Gabby spiral. And then the other half of the episode, it's Rachel spiral, you know, doing a spiral. They're kind of breaking it up so each lead is going through something, but 100%, you know the guys were told to stand there. You know what I mean? Um, I know she wants attention. I, I And and I, I do understand from Rachel's standpoint, you do need to take every second to want to talk to the lead. Like you, you might have five, 10 minutes sometimes. Like you have to take that step. Out of those guys, one guy should have been like, you know what? I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to I'm going to steal her for a second. But like, this out is of the all thing. Of those guys, at least one. But this is the thing. This day was not about Rachel. It wasn't. They were on Gabby's date. This date was about Gabby's men fighting for Gabby, talking about Gabby, having like professing their love for Gabby. This Rachel and the guys were there as the audience. Like they do that. Like they'll bring in the extra guys for the yeah, audience. Yeah. We, and I'm we, sure we, yeah, there's we, we did that in our season. Right. Yeah. So there's obviously we have an extra bachelorette, but this date is about Gabby and the fact that Rachel of somehow made it all about her wasn't fair. And You're obviously right. no, no. like she should have been there just to support Gabby and cheer her guys on and do that. hundred percent. I'm saying from from a guy standpoint, if I was there, I, I would like even if it's like uh, you sneak over and just you know say hey, give her a hug. I don't know. I I, I see things from the guy's perspective, trying to um, stand out for the lead. So I see it from a different perspective. But you're absolutely right, and I you're always right, Kay. <laughs> I just think I just think there's going to be like maybe it'll be next week where the group date is about Rachel, and I'm sure she would also. Um, want that respect from Gabby. And if Gabby started acting like that, Rachel would be pissed. I mean, she was even saying to her at the beginning, she goes, yeah. the guys aren't even looking at me. They're not even looking at me. Why aren't they looking at me? It's like, babe, because they're there to watch this like fight thing for Gabby's date. Yeah. You're on no, the no, other I, side I of the you ring. You both agreed you're on separate journeys now. Let it be. You're right. Yeah. And I, I get it. and so what I've realized about Rachel is that she is very much her love language is words of affirmation and she needs to be shown that and told that, which I think is why Tino and later in the date, Tyler, I think are really good for especially Tyler's because, you know, he comes out like with Tyler. this poem. He comes out with this poem that he wrote for her. And I'm like, this is what she needs. She needs a guy that's like yeah. going over the top, telling her, reassuring her all the time, which is great. If that's your, like the way you like, like to um, give and receive love, like, know that and lean into it. And I think Tyler is going to be a great fit for her because of that. But I think because of making this whole Gabby date about her was really selfish um, to me. I, I, I hated no, no. it. Yeah, I agree. Do, do you think, how did you, I know you liked the boxing date. What did you think about the guys in the ring confessing their love? I thought that was Gabby. cute. Man, Nate, Nate okay, better I, listen, know the details. I had this. Nate notices the small things. He's smooth. He is so smooth. He's mature. You know, each week he's the star of the show. You know, he knows what to say. But you know who really, really shocked me was Spencer. You, you like I saw him on screen. And I was like, I want to. I kind of want to see more of this guy. And Spencer is a great guy too. I think he's yeah. Awesome. We haven't we haven't really gotten to see a lot of him until now. And and he will. I think in the next couple of weeks he like especially him and Tyler. Like t Tyler and Spencer are my go-to guys. Like I feel like Nate wins every episode. He takes the reign. He is a stud. But for guys that are just sort of getting that screen time now and getting that attention, like I said, Tyler with the poem, with getting getting that rose, going to uh, 
to Rachel's room, he, he's he's going to be a great fit as well. So I think he's going to go far. Um, but Nate, but I know Nate. You, you like Nate a lot. No, I just I, I just think that he is the most genuine out of Gabby's group of guys and just on basic levels. I mean, the bar is in hell at this point. Like, Yeah, no, no, it's we, not that The high, bar yeah. is low. Yeah, for sure. No, the bar like is Nate. low. Just in general, in real life too, low. But <laughs> hearing him, hearing him say these things like, like when you cross your legs, when you're standing there, or like when you, you know, when you nod your head. I mean, first of all, I caught out the head nodding on the past couple of episodes and I can't unsee it. But stuff like that, like the other guys aren't mentioning things like that because they're not paying attention. Everything is so surface level. Also, Nate, you know, obviously has a daughter and I just think he's grown and, um, mm-hmm. He knows what he wants and he knows, and he's not even just saying these things because um, he knows what to say, but he just genuinely means it. Yeah, I, he's he's the real deal, I think, for, like you said, he's a dad, he's, he's a man, he's very mature, especially when, uh, early on, when he was standing up to other guys with, you know, the shit show happening. Nate's going to go far, I like him. I like him a lot, but Spencer and Spencer's, you know, just from him serving as well, Spencer's very mature, but I, I do want to see more of him, you know, uh, in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. So we talked about Spencer a bit, you know, we found out about his like military um, background and I, I, I agree with you. I'm glad that um, Spencer got some screen time because we haven't really seen a lot of him. And I, later when we get into our categories, I have him down in a few things and, um, I think he's kind of cute, a little, a, a little quieter than I expected. Still, but I think it's still at the beginning. But um, yeah, he's. A, I think he's just a gentleman. You know, he doesn't have to speak yeah. on certain things that he doesn't need to. Um, like I said, with with serving that that does something to you. With just under, you know, I feel like he thinks before he speaks, and mm-hmm. a lot of guys in the franchise don't. They just kind of blab stuff out, right? So I I think. I've always, you know, you always see Spencer on the couch. You always see him listening to the guys and what they have to say. Um, but I just think he's a gentleman. I, I think he's an awesome fit as well. So he's kind of one of my front runners as well. Now, um, at the end of all of this, Rachel ends up, you know, hitting her breaking point and confronting the guys about not wanting, um, not like giving her attention at Gabby's group date. And their reactions are pretty shocked. To be honest, like, I would have also been shocked if I were one of the guys and um, and she was super upset about it. And I remember she even said on um, her date with Tino, I think she just takes everything so personally. Um, her, on her date with Tino, she was saying, you know, having all those guys at the rose ceremony um, reject me and say they want to go to Gabby. She was like, without having any regards to how I feel, it's like, I don't think that was the intention. It's not like they they weren't doing this because they don't care about how you feel. They were doing this because it's like, it's better we do this now. Like, this is what we were told to do. Like, we're supposed to, yeah. um, we're supposed to like pick and choose who we want. And it's, it's yeah. very much a mutual, like we both have to choose. And again, with like Logan coming up later, like just because he wants Gabby doesn't mean Gabby wants Logan. So he has to he has to make that decision. Exactly. Well, I think the rule got thrown out there very quickly and the guys sort of had to be like, okay, am I going to be this villain down the line if I just keep accepting these roses and I'm not into her? Or do I just be straight up now, be honest, and you know what, if I get sent home, at, at least I was staying true to myself. That's sort of what it was. Yeah. I don't know. I, I thought Logan's thing at the end was so shady, but... Um, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. Um, but okay, so now we have the Rachel group date. She finally is getting this attention. She finally has the guys to herself. Thank God they did not bring Gabby along because I was like, I don't have the mental capacity to handle capacity. all that. Yep. Oh, <laughs> to handle yep. that um, at the moment. But so right off the bat, it was kind of. I mean, it was cringy. There, there's these two like, um, so you know, old, it's oh older couple God. making out. That went on for like a little too long, but I kind of liked the idea of the date. To be honest, like I thought it was, I thought it was funny, and like the armpit smelling. First of all, that's a real thing. 
Are you into like the body odor thing? No, it's not that. It's not body odor. It's like pheromones. And if you think about it, like the girl, like we're usually laying in your armpit. We have to know right. how it smells. And if you like fucking stink, like that's a wrap. So knowing what the armpit smells like is a huge like make or break on top of like normal pheromones. But like we're the ones laying in your arm with our how face in your pit. How about meatball? Meatballs are no. It's a tough one. That's that's I and and you know what it it was that was so cringy for me. I couldn't even watch the uh I couldn't even watch the the makeout with the hand. You never did that when you were younger? Uh when I was younger, but I didn't film myself <laughs> doing that. So there were certain guys it 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 looked it didn't look like makeouts. There were some guys going at it. Well, they also didn't say, I don't know, I can't remember. I don't think they said, like, you're making out with your hand. Maybe they told them it's like some, maybe they told them they're like, you're like, act like you're eating a girl out or something. Great. Yeah, well, that's great. What it like. <laughs> but yeah, I think like, and especially at the end, I know we just talked about the Tyler thing, but Tyler having this poem for Rachel, I mean, this was, that is what, she needed she needed some somebody to go above and beyond and i think tyler did that and when they had that conversation she said she was like i just feel like tyler is so open to giving and accepting love which he clearly is seems like a sensitive guy who um knows his feelings it is open with his feelings which we love and i think she really really desperately needs that at this point yeah no he stepped up he uh I and then even even before the season happened, you saw Tyler, his photo everywhere. People people liked him. He you know he's a handsome guy. Um, I just didn't know if he was gonna be a sleazeball or if he was gonna be a great guy. So you know doing the poem that was big for her, and it's not easy to to do that. You know to to get very lovey dovey early on in the season. Um, mm-hmm. But I think he's emotionally mature. You know he's he talked about getting a house. Um, with his ex or he bought a house and then she couldn't do that do you remember when he was talking about that with her so he's obviously he's ready for love he's ready to dive into the next chapter so I, i love him i love the guy yeah he seems great tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have a question about your credit card with 24 7 u.s based live customer service from discover everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime day or night yes you heard that right you can talk to a human on the discover customer service team anytime so the next time you have a question about your credit card call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve limitations apply see terms at discover.com slash credit card Okay, let's like go head first into this Hayden drama because I have so many thoughts about it. First, Hayden, Rachel, they have a moment where he's talking about his dog Rambo, which is like so, honestly, so sad uh, hearing that nobody wants to hear about a dog going through any sort of pain. And, you know, he's talking about, he was like, I just want you to know that if I wasn't actually serious about you and about this, I would not be here, which makes sense. Like, that's very obvious. I mean, I remember during Matt James season, we had like Sarah Trot and like her dad, her dad was dying. And then there's just so many of these things. It's like, so it's great to see him make that effort. Yeah. And then their conversation gets interrupted. And Hayden is immediately like annoyed that he was like, this is not the response that I was wanting. Yes, I think she should have finished the conversation before and instead of like cutting it off right then and there and, and before mm-hmm. going to talk to somebody else. But I think his reaction to being like, well, she, um, this is not what I was expecting her to say. Like she acted like she didn't care at all. Yada, yada, yada. It was about disrespectful. The dog. And, it's like, and it's like, no, she didn't. And then it felt like, it, tell me, it felt sort of um, like he was using it as, like a, it was kind of like a stepping stone for him to be above her. Yeah, just try to like it, it was he was using his dog to, as like a way to stay or like something. Yeah. That's kind of how, how his reaction was. That's how it made me feel. Yeah, like, OK, the story, you know, I, I had a dog who passed away. I was 
I was emotional as hell, you know, during that conversation. I was kind of upset that he took Rambo's toy away. Number one, I was like, why do you have the toy here? But yeah, I mean, you know, you got interrupted, Rachel. I'm trying to put stuff in perspective. Did was there? Did she really just get up and leave? Like, I don't know how the production did no, it. No, she. I, I mean, but it's, you know, it's, it's more of not even the getting up and leaving part. Like, that's like whatever. It's just acknowledging it's more his story. His re- and, it's more of his reaction to it, and she acknowledged his story. Like, she did all the things. She was like, "I'm so appreciative that you shared this with me," and went into this detail. But because he was cut off. He thought that she didn't care and she didn't do enough. Like, I mean, that's what he was talking about with the guys. He's like, yeah, she like totally ignored like my story and blah. Like it was. I, I personally think, you know, she like she did everything right. She listened to him. They, you know, there, it was a little emotional for both sides. And I think if you're if you're a guy and you're opening up and you're getting emotional about something, something that means a lot to you, I think he just wanted more time with her. Obviously, just him getting cut off. He was probably hoping she would give him a couple more minutes. I think that's the only thing he was upset about for him to go to the guys and use that as a stepping stone. Totally wrong. I don't. I don't agree with that. I just think he wanted a bit more time, and and we all do in that situation, especially when you open up about something important. It's not just surface level. If you're diving into something mm-hmm. and you're emotional, he just probably wanted to be. She he. He didn't wanted Rachel to say, "Okay, just give me a few more minutes. Let me finish up this conversation." That's probably all he wanted. But did but but, but did he ask anything about her, or was this just him? No, talking no, of course, of course. You know what I mean? No, it's, it's like it's it's yeah. No, it's true. It was it was just about Rambo. It, was, it wasn't about. It wasn't. I I don't think it. Like I said, great story from his standpoint, and and very sad. But I don't think that conversation would have led anywhere, regardless. It gave me the whole his whole reaction. It gave me Hunter on your seasons vibes when he's like, "I'm bringing out the pictures of the kids. Like I'm gonna show her something um, really special. Sort that. of like using it as like a play, like a like a game, uh, like a game guard or whatever. Like this will this will get her attention. And then when it didn't, yeah. work as well. He was pissed. No, you're you're right. You're right. No, it's it's getting that attention too, and and each guy's different, right? Like I I love Hunter, and he I, I I didn't really you don't know anyone else's journey when you're there, but you know you get to a point if if you have a family, you know you have to acknowledge that you have to bring certain things up. You know, from my standpoint, I have to talk about different things because I don't have kids, I don't have a certain story to tell. So some people can open up more because they have more to share. Um, but I like I said in this situation. It was, you know, just about a dog. I and regardless, even if the conversation, if he didn't walk the plank, he, I don't think he would have got a rose. At the end of the day, anyways. No, I don't think he would have either. And so now we have Meatball finally gets his one-on-one time with uh, Rachel. But this is what I say every season. I'm like, don't use your one-on-one time to tattle on someone else. But it worked out in his favor. He ended up staying. But he tells Rachel, he's like, all right, I got to like lay this in. He didn't even look like he wanted to talk to her. He like went and sat down and she's like, how are you? He's like, I'm great. Like, right. He was like ready to just like fucking yeah. let it rip. Um, yeah. And he told her about all this stuff, which honestly, the stuff Hayden said was horrific. I mean, that oh, was yeah, like. Yeah. It was awful. It was, it was half of it was bleeped out. It was bad. I mean, uh, Comparing comparing these girls to your ex and being like um and being like these girls don't hold a candle to my ex, then go be with your ex, babe. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. What are you doing here? Yeah. And he he didn't trust them. He doesn't trust both of them. Okay, so if she used the term rough around the edges about herself, sure. And I guess that's not a punishment on him for using that but the fact that he didn't have to tell her he did not have to explain why he didn't like her no he could have just that's, been like that was I my problem right yeah right just pursue that someone was my else that's problem it. with um the hayden and gabby stuff not the fact that he like i guess especially now saying like rough around the edges and apparently that's how she uses 
Um, that's how she describes herself or like described it to him. He just didn't have to say it. Like he didn't have to say that. He didn't have to say, oh, well, my my morals or whatever align more with fuck you. Like, don't you can just say I like them more. I think you're great. But this is the direction he, I'm heading. Yeah. He, well, he was speaking like a politician. That's what he wants to be. And that's that's the route he was taking. So, I yeah, I'm glad he walked the plank. Yeah. So, well, and then when Rachel, the thing is that when Rachel confronts him, he blatantly lies. He's like, uh, da, 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 um, I never said that and blah, blah, blah. Babe, roll the tapes. I was I was howling when she's like, do you know what this is about? He's like, well, I assume it's about the dog. Rainbow. Oh, my God. Like, I, I assume it's, you know, I assume it's about the dog in the conversation we just had. So, How selfish. And, and, and you know what? He, he, he didn't even, he wasn't even nervous in a sense about the conversation. Like he was so dead on about the conversation with the dog that that was why she was talking to him. Because like, he only how, cares about him. Was. Yeah, exactly. He only cares and about Rambo. himself. And Rambo, but so, but the fact, I, what I don't understand, you tell me, when you know you are on camera at all times and you're confronted about something, was, how are you not thinking about the fact that we're all gonna see it? You know what I mean? Like, how is he able to sit there and say, I never said that when I mean when it, we it, all it happens you say it. It happens every season. It happens every season and it, it blows me away. I know, but away. coming from like you, like you've been on it. Like how are you not how how are they not thinking about that? That's what I want to know. Well, that, that's what I that's what I question too cuz I I knew first things first is like I I used to talk to myself in the mirror and say think before you speak. Listen and just don't jump to conclusion. Have and you ever done that? <laughs> no, not with you, not with you. <laughs> but no, I in, in a show standpoint, you know, that, like I said, it can ruin you or you can be kind of neutral. And, and I just I wanted to just be, you know, I, I didn't want to jump to conclusion. You know, there's so many times I could have lashed out and said certain things. But instead of lashing out, I, w- I just wanted to have a conversation about things. And I just knew cameras are rolling. Don't be don't look like an idiot. That's that's sh- that should be in every guy's mind. While filming, and on the and on the flip side, I do understand that um, sometimes things are out of your control and how things are portrayed, regardless. But it's the same with the Piper and Brendan on Paradise when they're sitting here talking about you know followers and um, you know Us Weekly and this and that and their relationship, like. I know, I know. Like we're seeing this, you know yeah. what I mean? And so Hayden, oh God, I can't wait till the men tell all. Hayden is sitting there uh, blatantly lying about the fact that he said all of this stuff. And I mean, I was, my jaw was on the floor. Yeah, no, he he, he screwed himself. Uh, men tell all too, I see, I keep forgetting about that as well. It, it's gonna be, he's gonna get a lot of, a lot of heat. For sure, and I, I and he deserves it too because what he said it what like I said he wasn't just going surface level he was diving in and ripping Rachel and Gabby apart so I'm looking forward to tell all now. Yeah. All right, so let's get into our weekly categories, starting off with a solid. Would you rather? Would you rather? I feel like I already know your answer. But- <laughs> would you rather go to Paris for a week or go on a, a cruise? Cruise, hundred percent. This tells a lot about a person. I feel well, like a cruise. All right, have you been on one? I've, I've never been on a cruise. Um, I, you know, I've been to Europe and I love Europe. I just think Paris is a place for couples, and a cruise is just a—it's a blast. You meet people. You can. It's a place for kids. Basically, so <laughs> you and I would fit perfectly in there. You know, I'm so I would also choose a cruise because I I work so fun fact, I used to work on cruise ships as a singer dancer. I did it twice. I lived on board two times each for six months. So you sing. And yeah. Oh. You didn't know this? Like my whole like my major in college was musical theater. Like 
this explains this, this explains a lot about your personality Kay. thank you so much but so i like cruises because um say you want to go to rio and you book a two-week trip to rio what if you hate it after two days like what if you're like oh fuck i hate this place instead you go on a cruise that stops in rio and then you can figure out all of these different places figure out what you like and what you don't like so yeah. you can go back to them it's like it's like an appetizer sampler it's, yeah you're just sampling and these countries. then you can figure out what you want to order the big one exactly <laughs> you, yeah you go explore and then you go back to the open bar on the cruise ship you know hit the pool um i've never been i would i i i don't think i can do i think i could do like a four night to a week cruise i couldn't do like a two-week cruise yeah i did a six month yeah that's insane <laughs> that is insane the bachelor must not give a fuck about global warming so they you're telling me they got this cruise ship for like 20 people and they're traveling around on this cruise ship for 20 people you know how fucked up that is for the environment i mean i'm sure there's production and there's it's literally people, like but yeah it's, it's like a billionaire taking a jet you know uh 30 minutes away the carbon footprints the carbon footprint yeah. is fucked. even a billionaire on on his yacht or or his cruise ship you know just with him and his family just cruising it's the same kind of concept but for this standpoint yeah that's the first thing i like when i saw the guys get on board i'm like they rented out this cruise ship for the whole ship yeah insane i mean that's it's different if you're traveling with a bunch of people and it makes it somewhat quote unquote worth it. But the the, the fact that there's only a few of them on board is um, they no, it's give a it's fuck about it's it. hilarious. Whatever. Okay. Hit me with the would you rather? Okay, would you rather French lessons with Jesse Palmer or hang out with Hayden? Um, I'm gonna go hang out with Hayden because it wouldn't be a hangout. It would be like a let me explain to you. It would be like a lesson. A, a lecture. It would be, this is classes in session. Sit down. Mm-hmm. Listen to How me. not to be a dick. Yeah. And you know what's funny? Because I, <laughs> okay. I, I knew you would choose that. I knew it right away. I knew you would choose that. Mm-hmm. I would do fresh needs, lessons with Jesse. He's good. So, yeah, some people were saying he was butchering French, but I thought he was amazing. I, I don't even speak French whatsoever, but... It sounded okay, good. Okay, Can- Canadia, let's go. No, Get no, no. Like, there. Jesse, let's let's sit down for an hour. I need to, it, like, I was impressed. I was really impressed. So um, I was shocked that I, no I other was guys, too. I was shocked that no other guys knew French at all. But I, I, I would, I guess. At in, all. In, in, but in the States, I don't think it's mandatory. Here, it's mandatory in school. You have to take a, a, um, French a language in school. French, what, growing up, you had to take French or Spanish. Okay. Okay, makes sense. Yeah. So I am shocked that no one knew a few words. Like if I if I knew a few, I would have I would have yeah. said it. But, um, but yeah, you with Hayden, eh? Yeah. Everybody was like, no, no, no. Okay. So this is a game that Jared came up with. Um, it's basically a version of Mary Fuck Kill. Okay. And um, so we have these three categories, and you're either going to take them to the fantasy suite, um, bring them to hometown, or send them home right away. Okay. 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 So, fantasy sweet hometown or send home. So, someone who kisses with their eyes open, someone who has never been in a relationship, or the person who is always tattletailing on other contestants. Who would you fantasy sweet hometown and send home? Okay, this is this is awesome. Um, the person who is always tattletailing on other contestants, I would send home. Someone who has never been in a relationship. I would do, it's tough. I would do hometown and then someone who kisses with their eyes open to fantasy suite because that's fixable. You can just say, close your eyes. Because someone who hasn't been in a relationship before, you know that it's it's not going to last. You know, you have to go through a few relationships in life to understand yourself and to understand how. But you're still bringing in the hometowns? Yeah, but you know. D- you're taking them to meet your parents and they've never even, I'm not, I'm not shitting on your joys. This is. There's no wrong answers here. I just know that wouldn't. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just going to, st- I'm not going to change anything because you're making me change my mind now. But no. someone who kisses with their eyes open. Is it, but is it, 
consistently kissing with their eyes open. <laughs> yeah. Like, like full They're on. They're looking right at you. Dead yeah. eyes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no fantasy suite Just for turn them. the lights off. <laughs> J- yeah, you know what? Just just look the other way. Turn the lights um, off. In the video. Yeah. How about you? So me, personally, I would do I would do the same thing with the someone who's always tattletailing. I would send him home. But I'm the opposite. I would have I would do hometown with somebody who kisses with their eyes open. Um and I would do someone who's never been in a relationship to fantasy suites because I feel like the person who's never been in a relationship, um, they probably I think they like fuck, but um, they just are not. They're yeah, not committed. I was just gonna. I was just fine. <laughs> no, you're right. I, and and now and now I'm kind of <laughs> switching my answers because the person who has never been someone who has never been in a relationship, you know, the sex is yeah. Good. You know they're gonna be good and bad. So I, I would like I would like a retry and I would like to say the person who has never been in a relationship, fantasy suites one hundred percent. Okay, deal. All right, so okay. top three men, who do you have? I feel like we should change this to top two now well, because we're we've already split up the guys. See the top three uh, for me right in the moment would be like Nate Tino Jason, because they've like Nate's been a front runner since early on, Tino as well. Jason just because of that that uh one on one uh in Paris. But you know, at the end of the episode, you know, you saw Tyler really get that screen time and you already know that connection is Rachel really, really likes him. So I'm gonna stick to Nate Tino and Jason, but I do see Tyler taking the reins moving forward. I agree with you on Nate and Tino for sure. Um I think Tino's sticking around for a bit. But I'm gonna go Zach. Zach had that had that great date with Rachel, and I still think that he could be somebody who sticks around for a while. Zach. I don't think we'll see Zach for a little bit until later on, just because the guys that do get those one-on-ones early kind of disappear. That quick connection, they kind of fit, they, they they fizzle out for a bit and then they come back. So, but I, I, yeah, Zach seems like a genuine guy. All right, so if you had to pick one IG rising star, which guy do you think is going to be? You know big a following or like you know try to do something with his instagram i have i have, I have so many i have tino i think tino's gonna low-key kind of capitalize off yeah. of this i don't know why but it's giving i have a feeling i i think nate will capitalize huge and, and tino as well um it's weird though just just because it I, I feel like instagram it's it's not a, as crazy as as it used to be for some of these contestants but i would say nate and tino for sure they can capitalize big yeah. Um, villain of the week. I said Rachel's <laughs> expectations. I think yeah. she just is expecting so much more from this experience. Obviously, like, yeah, you're the bachelorette. You would think that that this is um, like the best thing ever, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, you are sharing this with somebody and like nobody's perfect. Like these, there are a bunch of like, you know, mid thirties, late twenties, some early twenties guys, like you're not going to be getting these crazy grand gestures or like poems from everybody like you are with Tyler. Like it's very like we have to low the bar is in hell. Again, <laughs> the bar is in hell. And every guy's different. Every guy shows their emotions differently. And you know, you'll, you'll build certain connections with certain guys totally differently. And that's what makes this whole, you know, social experiment, I call it interesting and fun and it's abnormal but it it, it could work so I, I think just rachel needs to be more open-minded and don't expect so much so yeah i i, I like your uh i like your villain of the week all right and mine's and obviously hayden just because trash it's hayden <laughs> yeah so we can move on from him um i actually decided to change my episode title to the bars in hell i decided to change that i like i like that better because I like that. Uh, that's where it is. Um, all right. So paradise picks. All right. Three guys. I'm this is my favorite category just because I love like I try to create these like personalities for people when they go to paradise because I think paradise is for one of two reasons. Um, it's to either redeem your image or to ruin it. <laughs> I feel like that's that's what happens. So like if you're somebody who is um, was like great on the show and super lovable, 
you end up getting you end up fucking up somehow and all of a sudden you're the villain or you were the villain on your show and now you are you know in a great relationship and everybody loves you yeah yeah your bachelor fan favorite it's yeah. funny it just the, the tides always seem to turn i don't think you can be consistent in in a paradise and bachelorette like you can't do back-to-back shows and be consistently a good guy or consistently a villain there's always a balance yeah from what i've seen in the past so who, no who you never and also for, nobody um, wants to see that this is fucking t- this is tv no. yeah you have to you have to show different sides of that person and we see it all the time so all right so i said avon quincy and spencer um i talked about this last week but they kind of give me they give me vibes of um we call them the bouncers uh jared and i it was like um Aaron and Trey and James, like just like three bro dudes. We call them the bouncers. And so uh, I'm thinking Avon, Quincy and Spencer are going to be on Paradise. And I ho- and I see them doing, especially Spencer with that thick ass neck. <clears throat> yeah, I, I mean, I like Logan, Quincy and Tyler. I want Tyler to go far. Um but Logan, just because he's just getting him, he's just digging himself in a hole. And I think it would be fun to see him in a paradise setting. I think Logan would thrive in paradise. I, see, he's a person who I think is going to ruin his reputation here on the show, but do well in paradise. Yeah, he's well, get engaged potentially. Potentially. Um, okay, so this is our award that we give out each week the Cringe Harrison Award. What was the cringiest moment um, in the episode for you? Like we talked about, I think just Rachel's group date, just meatball, French kissing his hand. Like it was all cringy, but I just think that group date of the armpit smelling and meatball making out with his hand, he it looked a little odd. It wasn't a make out. Yeah. It wasn't going down on someone. It was something else. And I'm just did I tell you? That. Did I tell you that I met meatball? Before the no. season started. So we're at me and um, a few of my friends, McKenna, the usual the usual gang, are at a bar right yeah, down the, the street, right down the street from my apartment. Like we can walk there. And we're watching it was one of the I think it was one of the NBA finals games. And this guy comes up to our table, starts hitting on McKenna. I like call him out for just talking to her. And I was like, um, hi, we're all here. Like, I don't need you to hit on any of us. But like, if you're going to take our like girlfriend, at least like acknowledge us and be like, hey, what's up? And whatever. And it was him. And he was like, what are you guys doing later? Blah, blah, blah. We end up walking down. The- we were like, okay, whatever. They exchanged like Instagrams or something. And then we left, walked down the street. We stopped in this like tattoo piercing place because we we're like, should we get a tattoo? And they're like a piercing. And he pops his head and he was like, what are you guys doing? And then asked us to come out later and we're like, no, bro. Turns out I had not put it together. Um, like two days later, we saw him in like the cast list and I was like, this dude. So That's insane. He's made what, it a lot he, longer than he, I thought. Was he a good guy? Well, t- well, I mean, he got a second chance. He was going to go home. But... I mean, I don't know if he's a good guy or not. Okay. We spoke for two seconds. He, he, he seems like a goofball and he's... he's fun i mean he, he, he would seems be annoying on paradise too everyone's annoying to you there's not one guy that you f- like there's not one guy that doesn't annoy you chris evans in facts <laughs> just okay you're right all right so my cringe harrison was it was a really small part but i could not get over it it was after rachel confronted all of the guys um about like uh not showing her attention during Gabby's date. And then you have Ethan who, man, I've never seen this guy before in my life Um, coming on the screen. And he's like, you know, it's really hard to watch the girl that you're dating, like crying over something like this. I'm like, who's going to tell Ethan he's not dating Rachel? I've never seen. There's a few, there's a few guys. There's a few guys that I have never seen. seen. And yeah, so Ethan weird. Kang. Yeah. Hey, seems like a genuine guy. Um, seems like a guy's guy, but yeah, just haven't seen much of him. And he's obviously there um, for a reason. So hopefully we see more of him moving forward. But yeah, Ethan. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, it was a little cringy. I do remember that now. 
It's like, who are okay. you? Okay. Yeah, no, actually. Um, okay, and then who got your rose this week? Like who, out of all, out of all the people, who did you think, would, who would get your rose? I just think Tyler. Tyler Norris, he's the man. Um, he, you know, Nate gets the rose every week. So I, I just want to stay away from Nate winning every week and sort of just give it to Tyler and um, he just stood, out. He stood out to me. Yeah, I mean, like Tyler just stood out and um, I'm happy for him and I'm happy he's getting the screen time he, he deserves. So I hear you. I think we needed Tyler to bring Gab or to bring Rachel back down to earth because it was just getting a little out of hand and he kind of saved us with that because she was... Um, you know, having a really hard time. And so him like really stepping up and showing her uh, the affirmation that she needed, I think was good. Mm. Um, yeah. Mine, I changed mine. I had a, I had Nate down, but Gabby's stylist, whoever is dressing Gabby needs an award. Her outfits are tens every time. I mean, yeah, she obviously is gorgeous, but like the outfits are so good each time, like effortless, cute, fun. They're very consistent uh, this season for for Gabby. I agree because a lot of seasons too, you'll get like a one nice dress, brutal outfit, and and I, I would say the dresses are usually pretty good for cocktail parties for the leads, but it's the group dates that I don't like. Like they'll, they'll dress some of these leads up horribly. Oh, okay. Like in the jeans and whatever. In the jeans, and, well, like even Jesse Palmer when he was speaking French, he was wearing that old school sweater and I was like that's not his vibe at all so just like the group date outfits they can do better I mean the whole thing is kind of like chuggy uh you know like like being low-key being a contestant on The Bachelor I feel like is chuggy at this point me and my me and my two girlfriends were talking about it while we were watching we're like is being on The Bachelor (laughs) like kind of chuggy now (laughs) and um and then like because I mean you think about it like Who's wearing ball gowns to um, dates and like these long, yeah. ga- like like gala looking things? And then you have to think like about like, we, um, yeah, like is this are we going to the Met Gala? <laughs> are we gonna go to the Oscars tonight, or are we just gonna sit in an empty theater? But what I what I love about it is that it's kind of, um, but we just accept it. Like I wasn't questioning, like I'm not questioning them having dinner in a cathedral wearing a gown and like fur. I'm like, yeah, this seems right. We but just, we, we just consistently yeah, accept yeah, yeah. it. We, we agree with it. And we just go with yeah. the flow. It's like, it's the bachelor. It's really so funny. this is right, but it's not real life. It's really good, funny how, how much we accept with not just, not just um, the bachelor, but with TV in general or with things in general, like, um, like society has taught us like you have to work nine to five and you have to sleep during nighttime hours. And it's like, okay, we just accept it. Like who's, who made this rule that we have to sleep at night and we have to be at work from this time to this. Like, I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm getting the conspiracy it, stuff. No, no, I, I agree. I, I've never been that nine to five guy. I've hated it, but people were, people are brainwashed into thinking this is what life should be like nine to five. Then you go home to your dog, go to your house and then go to bed, wake up again, redo. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, and the one thing the show I, which I really do enjoy is seeing what some of these people do for a living. And it's really cool to see some of these people's jobs because it's not the ordinary. No. So you meet people from all walks of life and it's really cool. So, okay. So Brendan, this was so much fun thank you for um hosting with me i've never actually had any time we've done an episode with or without um uh the a co-host like jared or i it's just been like a normal interview but you you took on the job of fully co-hosting did the categories the whole fucking shebang this was fun i appreciate you having me i wish i was feeling a bit better my voice is a little off so i apologize but um Obviously, it's always an honor to be with you, Kay. It always is. Obviously. So tell everybody where they can follow you, where they can find you. Um, do you have anything coming up that you want to tell anybody about? 
nothing coming up. You can follow me at the Brendan Quinn on Instagram. Um, but there's nothing really exciting coming up. I'm just focused on just having fun for the rest of the summer. You know, it's coming to an end soon here in a couple more months. Um, just trying to enjoy time with family and friends and, uh, I definitely need to get to Los Angeles soon. So that's we right. Will plan that. That's right. Um, so I guess if you're in Toronto, uh, go say hi to Brendan. Um, make sure you are following us on Instagram at The Bachelor on Instagram and Bachelor Pod on Twitter. You can also subscribe to our newsletter, The Bachelor Breakdown at betches.co slash Bachelor Breakdown. We're giving you all the Bachelor tea, everything that happens um, during the week when we are not recording. And then you can also follow me at K York City everywhere. Brendan, thanks so much again. And we will be back next week. Bye. Thank you, Kay. Bye. The Bachelor Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Be sure to follow at The Bachelor on Instagram and at Bachelor Pod on Twitter. And send us your emails to bachelor at betches.com. Betches.